Welcome to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Welcome to a very special edition of the MX Vice post-qualifying podcasts, I guess. We've never done this before, but drastic times call for drastic measures or something along those lines. Um, I'm here with who I have heard is the chief troublemaker, Jeremy Sewer, of course. Um, set the scene quickly. So the MXGP, the top MXGP riders didn't race today. Uh, there was a big meeting on the start line, protesting, talks. Protesting? Uh, okay, we'll, we'll bring you straight in. So tell me, tell me what the story is, because the race was meant to start at 10 past five. It didn't. I think it started at like 25 past five. Uh, a big circle of you riders on talking to Luongo, talking to the FIM. And I got told by everyone <laughs> that you were the chief troublemaker. True? No, they just tried to blame me because they know it's easy to blame me, you know. I will get out of this. No, I'm not. It was a group of guys. We were all together. Like it started, okay, it poured rain for half an hour. Track was flooded. And then Jorge and the Honda boys, they stopped me on my pit bike. Hey, you want, like, what do you think we're going to, because this makes no sense. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I've just seen the track. It's horrible. Like, why should we do a quali race, uh, like, on these conditions yeah. and stuff? Okay, fine. Let's see. We can go talk to them and figure something out in a friendly way. Of course, nothing uh, happened. As we went to David Longo and he didn't... Um, he said, uh, yeah, look, all the fans came for us, blah, blah, okay, good. Still big discussions, we got ready, get to the grid, and then the discussion started again. And then Tim, me, Jorge, we were like, okay, what we do we want to do? Then we also saw they didn't even prepare the start straight. Yeah. So that's, that's that what put the bomb complete, because it was one dry line from yeah. MX2 quality race, about three meters, the whole start straight, about middle left and all the rest was full of mud and they didn't even fix one piece of it nothing no f i've never seen that in my life no fixing and we should just go out and race like every other day and it was a quality race it's about nothing um track was like i said flooded full of mud it's all about the start very dangerous everything and just all the factory riders came together and we said yeah we don't ride and honestly, it was, I think, just the main situation in the GPs right now, with many other small things, the way how people are, like, uh, a lot of injuries, a lot of other small things. It's just, today the bomb exploded. Yeah. Maybe for something small, I don't know, this you guys have, but today the bomb exploded for some reason, and all the factory guys, no, we don't write. And then we didn't write, and it gave, it, there was a discussion, and... Yeah, I was there up front. Tim, me, Jorge, we were the main actors, you know. Uh, Glenn was there, uh, Paul Jonas was there, Alberto Furato, uh, Calvin Flandre and Mitch Evans. Like, some, mo the biggest names yeah. were all there. And then they went, okay, we go to the line. And nobody did go to the line. From 30, I yeah. think, nobody went to the line. So that's the end of the story. And then David Longo came in the game and we started a big discussion. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so were you the spokesperson then? Because obviously if David was talking to the riders, then um, all of you weren't going to start shouting things at once. So were you the main person having conversations? Me, Jorge and Tim were the main persons. I would say everybody about the same. Sometimes I would answer, sometimes Jorge, sometimes Tim. And we were a bit, uh, yes. Yeah, 
and maybe Glenn also, and no, Paul Jonas was also in there quite a bit. So it was quite um, even separated, and uh, we were all having our, our strong opinion. And the thing was, I think we were open to discuss. So let's say, okay, we race in 20 minutes, whatever, fix the start straight, or, or, but the question from the, I will not say names now, would never even come to go like, okay, what can we do for you that you're gonna race? No way. It was always against us, putting us on blame, making us feel bad, saying, look, all the fans, they show up for you and now you don't race. But yeah, we say, we rode today, tomorrow will be the GP, tomorrow we line up with any weather. We, we are not like pussies. I mean, we do this all our life. We know what is motocross. We know when it rains, it's muddy. We are not stupid, but it was just, I mean, all those names together, having the same opinion. I mean, and no, we are not. We would. They do. They, they didn't listen to us. You know, they didn't respect us as riders. So it, it went far. And some conversation. I think I don't. I won't mention it here because it went far. We didn't get any respect, and that's why it ended bad. Because in my opinion, it could have ended also better, and we could have found each other. But no way. Absolutely no way. Obviously, I was um, I was on the roof, so I couldn't hear what was being discussed. Some people on the start were texting me, um, and so I was getting a little bits of what was going on. But yeah, I, the main thing that confused me is I too noticed that the first corner hadn't been prepped. And if it was dry, the first corner would have been prepped. Like that is a normal thing. So did they explain why they didn't do that? No, no, even no talking about this. That's the thing. You know, we started this discussion in a calm way. Yeah. Even like Tim, he was like, okay, if I want to race, I can race. If not, not. But it, it ended to making us riders mad, yeah. aggressive, cause like we, we, they wouldn't listen. They wouldn't go like, hey, what can we do? Let's fix the first corner. Let's fix the start straight for 10 minutes yeah. with all the machinery and then we go racing because the fans, they will wait. You know, what's, it's a quality. Would that, if they had said that then, would that have changed your mind a little bit? Because would you have felt, okay, I'm being listened to, that's a compromise, okay. Sure, because we know the track is muddy, whatever, but at least give everybody the same, the same, uh, like, you know, opportunity at the start and get listened to and get understood and say, okay, yes, you are the riders, you are the main actor in this sport and we need to listen to you. And now it's because that this happens, it has to go far, like I said. It doesn't happen for no reason. And everybody was the same opinion, so... Yeah, big talking today, you know, and I was right there, but I wasn't the only one. We were all, it, we were there as a team. That's the most important thing. So this started before the start. You went, what, did you go to Luongo's office? Did, like, it sounds like this started before you got to the start line. Yeah, because when the start of MX2 was happening, me, Jorge, Glenn, uh, yeah, us three, we went to, to, to watch the start and to see if somebody from FIM was there to see and talk. But then we saw David Longo straight up watching the start, so that's where um, the, the discussion started. Well, and at that point, was it quite like was he open to hearing what you had to say? At that point, did you feel like you were making progress, or did you walk away from that going, uh, "Nothing's going to happen"? We walked away from that. Nothing is going to happen. We were back. Let's get our stuff ready. We go the race, and you know that's the thing again. No respect, and that's what's the main problem right now or for many years they don't fucking care about us riders yeah. and this is why this whole situation got generated 
and we are the main actors and we are the guys on the track taking the risks first of all and putting it okay all people put in work mechanics you guys whoever but you know to be in a writer's perspective is a special is a special one and not getting respected for what we do what we hang into this since we are born we do every day is motocross basically and not getting listened at a day like this or in general is just yeah at one stage it's too much and today it was too much and like i said i think we did the right thing and we see what's gonna happen now if um so if this was sunday uh, if this was a main moto a points paying moto none of this happens like whether the track is twice as bad as it was today you're going well uh points are on the line this is the main show we've got to go this is just our job a hundred percent if you go for the points it's a gp you yeah. need to go and race and and win okay you can complain and say they didn't prepare it well but that's why we are here we know that yeah. it can rain tomorrow i mean it's gonna be muddy and like this is racing yeah. but today maybe you know from some other opinions it's like yeah but it's a bit too much what you did yeah maybe it was okay yeah. i'm i respect that opinion but at one stage you need to put a sign because if we, we never put a sign it will always keep going this yeah. way we need to make a statement and today was the opportunity let's say it like that and tomorrow we go racing i mean yeah that's it you know um like you say it was maybe this was a load of little things and then the bomb went off today i feel like the main little thing that caused this bomb is you and everyone doesn't want to qualify and race like you say, if this was a moto, it would have been fine. I'm guessing this all comes from inside you on a dry weekend, on a hot weekend, on a wet weekend. You're thinking, I don't know why I'm doing a qualifying race. Exactly. And many other small things. Because also even all, I think all the team managers were behind us yeah. for the same reason. Because there is some fire going on in this, that area also right now. So it was just for many, many reasons the spark to yeah. light a fire and we are the actors so we have to do it because if we are not there the show doesn't exist then they can break down their tent if we don't come what they're gonna do but anyways quali race i agree a hundred percent because then i was there and i said okay now we are all together because this this never happened yeah. for <laughs> t eight years so quali race next year and i went like this sure all of us we agree we don't need a quali race and even longer went yes because the fans they want to see a quality race so we're gonna give points to the quality race and then i went straight yeah but this is making it worse we are here to improve and i mean fans they see us racing on yeah. sunday fans love in my opinion they love to see one fast lap of a rider yeah. i mean if you see somebody flying for one fast lap you love to see him no it's like yeah. this is cool so I'm sure the fans like that also. So instead of giving points for the quality race, which makes it worse, and again, which is not at all listening to us yeah. riders, not at all, because I think 95%, 99% of the riders will say no quality race. Like it's just, you know, just make like a super pole, like make yeah. a quality and then take the first five and say one of them each one lap separate. Yeah. Like you know, and then you reorder the first five, yeah. and the fans gonna love it, you know. And the risk is a lot less, but they won't listen to us. We know already now, and this is the sad point of the story. Um, obviously, uh, Yamaha are a major part of this series. This is the Monster Energy MXGP of France. So, did any sponsors, the team, did anyone try and talk you out of this? Was it, was it all completely your decision? And if you wanted to race, and if you didn't, it was fine. Or did some sponsors push you one way or another? all my decisions you know you, you play by your own rules 
not my own rules, but I mean, I'm the only guy on the bike on, on yeah. the track. So I, I take responsibility for my life, basically. So this is my decision. There was that for, uh, for me and in this stage, there is no money involved or more sponsors involved yeah. or Yamaha involved. I mean, if I lose my job for this, let's say, I mean, okay, then it's like that. Yeah. But I, I was honest to myself and that's what I always will be. But that's a bit a sad story in this world in general. There are just too many people not taking responsibility even for themselves, kind of. You know, they just follow the big group because that's the easy way. But like this, you will always go backwards. And this is frustrating to see, yeah, in this kind of series, you know, that there are many involved like this. But okay, that's how it is. I, um, I heard that you got told that if you didn't race, you would be disqualified from the race. Uh, technically, you aren't qualified. Have you spoken to anyone since the race? Are you racing tomorrow? Do you know what happens next? I've no idea. I've Yeah, we got told that because this was also one of the unfair replies. I mean, we wanted a discussion and we didn't want to hear, yeah, you're disqualified now. But we know, I think in the you have to do one lap in time practice yeah. and that's it. So technically, on the rules, there is no penalties for yeah. that i mean if you can miss a quality race and still line up on sunday i guess yeah yeah i think i heard that today because someone was ill so they were planning to do that um but you haven't spoken to anyone no one's come up to you since the race i'm guessing at some point there has to be a follow-up to this meeting right like something like there's no way this just goes under the carpet and no one talks about it again honestly i think they're gonna try and do that because they don't know what to do about this i mean that's the sad, the even more sad point about yeah. the story. They will forget in two days and keep going. And that's what I'm thinking it's going to be because now we should get okay. Um, next GP, Friday, 11 a.m. Everybody at yeah. the table, we have open discussion and or we do, do something about it. I don't think it will happen. Uh, did, you, did you watch the qualifying race? Uh, and what did you, if you watched some laps, what did you think of the conditions? Was it uh, worse than you thought, better than you thought? I mean, no, first of all, we all walked away. <laughs> the guys in the racing and didn't really watch a lot, but I did see some laps in the end at the TV. I mean, the conditions, it was rideable. I mean, even you could make some passes, okay. Yeah, like there was, like, true, like, we've, we've got to be honest, like, we're telling the whole truth. There was a dry line in some corners, yes, like... it was motocross, rideable, okay, enduro-style motocross, but it's just the main part, the start, was a disaster. Yeah. I mean, did you see that? It's a joke. I mean, there were two factory guys out there, and, yeah, they, they were way better than, or on paper they are by far the best and they finish uh, I don't know eight and four or something yeah. but well it was a race but I think everybody around the world seeing those results they are like yeah wait this this looks strange I don't know well the good thing is that once again you are you are the man to give us all the answers it doesn't matter what we're talking about I knew that I could rely on you to tell me everything so you know all you want to know now well my favorite part about this despite everything is that the Sua Prado friendship is back together and you're stood on the line side by side I have to say something I mean I I gained a lot of respect for people today yeah. but I also lost a lot of respect for others well that's another question so the right are you pissed at the riders at road like do you feel like you all should have uh, stuck together I'm not pissed but it just shows me who has balls and who doesn't yeah. in this sport I mean the thing is we at first nobody lined up nobody like because yeah. I went we went through and that's a, another then we were okay all the factory guys don't ride okay 
But what is if they go in the back? Yeah. You know, we should tell them we don't go. Yeah. So I then I took over like okay now we because I'm all or nothing. I cannot stay there. Ah, we go, we don't go, yeah. we go. I want to say okay, I go racing and I focus on racing, or I go okay, I don't go racing, but I make sure we don't go racing. Yeah. So I went through and I said okay, nope, 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 nope. I came to like P16, yeah. and they were like like ah uh, oh, yeah maybe yes and to the privateers yeah. basically and they were like yeah why not why i don't this was you having this conversation yeah, well this is why people think you're the chief troublemaker no, i wasn't i was just and then i'm like you are the first guy you would go you know that yeah okay <laughs> i got excited okay then i go but he was choking he yeah. was choking and then one minute came up so okay i went back to the front yeah and then really team and me yeah we go i said no absolutely no so we were strong we didn't go jorge no nobody no and then we were looking, looking down, looking down. Somebody goes, somebody goes. <laughs> Nobody did. Yeah. Because the one who would pull out in that moment, yeah. like he would, he knew he would get yeah. a lot of shit. Because if 10 guys in front of you, they don't go and you are. Uh, so, but then, then the discussion started. But then at one stage, they got so into it and they tried to be aggressive. Yeah. And then for some reason, yeah, we go, we race now. And then some put their helmets on, it got chaotic. And then some went. Yeah. I don't, I'm not pissed. But like I said before, I lost a lot of uh, respect for some people. And I won a lot for others because this showed uh, character today. Last question. And this is a tough one, but it's what we're here for. Um, what do you say to the people online who are saying, it's a motocross race, go and race. Like, what's the big deal? Just go and race your dirt bike. Like, what, what's your reply to those people? Well, in one stage, I agree. Yeah. But in the other stage, in, it's in our perspective, in a rider's perspective, too much is too much. Yeah. And like I mentioned before, maybe it was too harsh, hard today. Maybe it was not fair. In yeah. So maybe, okay. But too much is too much. And today was the day. And the thing that everybody stick together showed me enough that it was really necessary to show look we are the riders and you have to listen to us because you like we are not here to fool around yeah. and this was the statement and it wasn't really about ah oh, we are pussies i don't want to ride it's raining oh i get my fingers wet no no i don't want it wasn't really about that because we do that enough yeah. like we you know that's our job we know but it's just lots of things together and today the bomb just it, it was already there somebody just had to lighten it up and that's hap that happened today hey, um, we've just heard from jeremy sewer who obviously uh, didn't race the qualifying race today and it's only fair that we present two sides of the story and there's no better person to get the other side from than uh, in front ceo david luongo who has become a regular uh, on podcast now obviously today um french gp one of the greatest events on the calendar we're back at ernay which is long overdue, uh, one of the best tracks we go to. No one saw things going in this direction. Um, but let's start with this. Obviously, everyone saw what was going on on the start line, but from talking to uh, Jeremy Sewer, it sounds like this actually started at the beginning of the MX2 qualifying race because him, uh, Prado, and I think Koldenoff uh, bumped into you uh, when you were watching the start or something along those lines and voiced their concerns. So at that point, did you feel that this was going to escalate to the point that it did? Or did you just kind of brush it off as like, okay, the riders have voiced their concerns. Um, we're now going to go racing. <laughs> we had a discussion about the track and, uh, and uh, we just, we just say that, yeah, the track, the track was rideable. Uh, it was important also to, 
we, you know, when you have an event that goes on, we had rain. We had uh, we had uh, a big rain uh, in the middle of, of the day. But then uh, we had this in the past many times. Uh, we had this also with amateur race. We had this every weekend in the national championship. We had this every every motocross race leave this moment. Uh, we had the, the European class with the 125 that made a fantastic, uh, fantastic race in this condition. So for me, and for, for everybody involved in the, in the organization, uh, it was important uh, that the, 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 the show goes on, uh, also in respect to, to all the work uh, put to make this, uh, this event in place and to uh, 10,000 more uh, spectators that were here under the rain uh, waiting for them. So it was uh, just a very frank and uh, clear discussion about this. In defense of the riders, they did say, or Jeremy did say, that they would have ridden had it been uh, Sunday, had there been points on the line, had this been Moto1, this wouldn't have even been a discussion. It sounds like this was um, building on the biggest concern, which is the qualifying race. But I guess from your side, you would say, okay, but that isn't the place to talk about it. <laughs> like the start line is too late, first of all, and maybe like, it sounds like it got quite um, heated from both sides. And obviously I guess that's disappointing from your side because that's, that's never how you want things to go. But it's the thing that when you when you you do the world championship, you know on uh, how it concerns. It's uh, you have free practice, you have time practice, you have quality race, and you have two you have warm up and two race after. Uh, so then during the winter time you have training. During uh, the the weekend without races, you have training on amateur race with full of other riders. So from the moment you go on a bike, uh, you have the risk of uh, of this sport. So it's uh, something which is very very well known for from everybody from the very beginning of the of the season, and but uh, it's part of uh, of uh, of the World Championship. So for this, for me, it's nothing new. After talking to those uh, couple of riders at, during the MX2 race, did you see this coming? Like when you heard what was going on on the start line, were you shocked or were you like, uh, okay, I kind of had a feeling that this might escalate to this level? It's not something that I want to point, you know, it's like, it's uh, for me, we, we are doing motocross and we have, we have to be used to, to, to ride in bad condition. Uh, this track can handle much more uh, worse, uh, worse weather. Uh, for sure it was a mud, muddy race, uh, the, the, the track evolved a lot with the mud, but uh, then when you see the, the, the MXGP guys that went on the, on the, on the race, uh, they made a great race and uh, Jacobi was very happy about the race, uh, Renault was very happy about the race, so it's always the thing, uh, I think the, 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 the riders that, uh, that rode today, uh, they had a good day. Have you actually dealt with anything like this before in the past? Obviously there was Mexico uh, 2013, I think, but I guess that was a little before your time. But obviously this is a very new thing. So I guess even for you, you were kind of chucked in at the deep end a little bit because there's no rule book on how to, how to handle a situation like this. But it's uh, something that you have to, to handle uh, when it's happened. So it's, uh, it's a discussion we have for sure. Uh, it will be also a, a discussion in the upcoming days. Uh, but what is the most important now is to, de to deliver a great Grand Prix. Uh, France is always one of the best Grand Prix of the, of the year. Uh, the, the, the fan came today knowing that it will be a bad weather, so they will be there tomorrow even more, uh, more public than today. So I think, uh, yeah, the, the, the target is to improve always and to make the best of this, uh, of this championship. How would you describe uh, your emotions after, like, after it all went down on the start line? Were you frustrated? Uh, were you sad? Were you embarrassed? Like, what, how, what was going through your head as you walked away from that start line and realised that you very much had a 50-50 uh, split between the riders? 
But I, I believe that the sport always win. Uh, for me, you know, it's uh, it's two years that we are uh, we are. Uh, taking uh, the charge of, uh, of this championship because for two years we didn't have any public. Uh, we, we put all our effort to deliver a great championship with, with 18 and 19 race uh, the last two years. For the, for, the, for the whole paddock it was very, very beneficial. So this is also to show that the sport is, uh, is always in front. Uh, and uh, and now, you know, it's, uh, it was an intense day, but uh, the most important uh, is tomorrow, the racing, and to have a great race. Um, let's tackle some of the riders' concerns. They are concerned that this will get swept under the carpet. Uh, it won't be mentioned again. I think they would like to see another group meeting, but maybe not on the start line, maybe on a Friday or something. Is that something that you would be open to? Is that something you've already thought about? It, do you see another way forward? Our office has always been open for discussion. You know, it's been the, 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 this, the case when it was Antonio riding, uh, before him when he was also Clément, Gauthier. Uh, when there is things uh, are open and our office and the office of FIM is always open to discussion. And uh, I know on the start there was talk about, obviously these riders aren't qualified <laughs> technically, so there was talk about disqualification, whether they'd even be able to race. Has a decision been made on that front? I would guess that um, the riders who didn't race would be ranked off of time practice and go to the gate 21st, 22nd or whatever that position may be. Yeah, but according to the regulation, uh, it has to be uh, they will they will be uh, qualified after the, the the riders that rode today. Okay. And then go to tomorrow, have a good GP. Not put this behind you, but make the French GP what it should be. That's your priority now. Yeah, for sure. But I can tell you that uh, uh, everybody here is very motivated about this race. Uh, we had uh, a fantastic public uh, today. Uh, Erne is uh, in the earth of everybody because the last race here was in 17 and uh, next year will be the nation year. So it's also uh, a big, a big respect to give to the fans that came today uh, to deliver the program and uh, the organizer and all the people here helping uh, during the night uh, to work on the track and to, to be uh, the best possible track tomorrow for the racing. Uh, last thing, and I think if this is important for everyone to hear, riders, fans alike, um, you are open to criticism, right? If a rider wants to come to your office next Friday and give you an hour presentation about why they think there shouldn't be a qualifying race, uh, why they would do things differently, why they would like to see this, you are, like you say, the office is always open, but if a rider were to come in and nicely present what they would like to see this championship become, you would listen, uh, take their ideas on board and maybe look at it for 2023. We always take uh, the good ideas on board. Then we have to make a, a compilation of all the ideas and to make the best championship possible. You know, it's like 30 years now that we are into this sport, making our best to develop the sport. I strongly believe that the sport is much better than 30 years ago. Uh, so it's, uh, it's really something that we, we, we do our best every year to improve. But then, you know, the, the, the track is always the best for the rider who win. And this is, uh, is also uh, in every sport, yeah. the winner is always happy, the, the other uh, then find problem to the truck or to anything else. So it's, uh, it's also something we are here to grant a bit of balance between everything because we have also the organizers that need to make uh, a great weekend, not just a great Sunday, a great Saturday too. We need to, to, to do to, to, to the partner also. We have, as promoter, we have to, to make the balance between all the, all the stakeholders, you know, and for sure the riders are inside this discussion and the teams also, everybody is inside.